Welcome to Building Teams with Teams & Co, where we explore how leaders can empower their teams, achieve ambitious strategies, and deliver exceptional customer service. Views expressed by guests are their own and may not reflect the views of Teams & Co. everybody. Welcome back to Building Teams with Teams & Co. We're excited to be back on the air. Uh, it is January 2024. Um, and today, we are continuing our conversations around coaching and how coaches can help business leaders um, both develop in their business, but also set boundaries in their personal life and get that rest and relaxation and, and all the great things you need to be a successful entrepreneur. So today, we are welcoming a good friend and coaching colleague of mine, Athena Kali-Yu. She is the founder and AKA Big Boss Lady over at Meticulous Inc. Welcome, Athena. Hello. Hi, Tracy. <laughs> How's it going? How are you? Tell us, uh, tell us where you are in the world. I am in Bath in Somerset in the UK. It is quite cold here. It has been raining a lot all week and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I spent some time in the UK um, and I was just in Wales seeing my friends and I went on this long tangent about how I couldn't come visit them in the winter because it was rainy and cold and it was May yes. and it was rainy and cold so I, uh, I they, they both like, <laughs> <laugh> at me. <laughs> yeah it doesn't really change so <laughs> like we're not really quite sure what you're uh, what you're trying to time here but it's pretty much rainy and cold <laughs> It was a good try. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you got to try every once in a while. So, exactly. anyway, tell us a little bit about Meticulous Inc. and and your work there. Meticulous Inc. is my pride and joy. is a luxury letterpress print company. So we produce our own brand of luxury paper goods, uh, calligraphy equipment, and beautiful stationery. And we also do bespoke printing. So we operate two original Heidelbergs from the 1960s and do utterly bespoke print work. So anything from business cards to personal stationery to wedding invitations um, and other random, very niche uh, custom projects. Awesome. Uh, I have to say, I've seen some of uh, Athena's work and it is it is gorgeous. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> I am. I'm always a little bit happy. I have not yet been to your shop because I feel like it would be a very, very dangerous visit. <laughs> I don't see why that's a problem. One of everything. Not a problem yes, at all. back up. Fine. <laughs> so, Athena, tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurship journey. Like, how did you go from not having a print shop to having a print shop? Like, what was that? What was that decision? Did journey? Did you kind of fall into it? Was it planned for ten years? What is that? What was that like for you? I always wanted my own business but there's a particular memory I have um, when I was a child so I grew up in a single parent family uh, with my mum and we relied on my dad heavily for the child support and he would bring in cash and uh, the gaps between each payment would get longer and longer and there was a particular week where he said he was coming and he didn't come and he said he was coming and he didn't come and we literally had no money for food that week and so I was too ashamed to ask for help and to tell anyone and I remember thinking that week I don't want to rely on anyone else for my money and mm. so I knew I would have my own business from then on that was like I knew 
I would have my own business. So it wasn't like I will try. I knew this is what is going to happen for me. Um, and what led me down the printing is I've always been creative. I always made things and always drew, always painted. My mum was really encouraging in that way as well. And I'd always been creative, always made things. And at university, I studied arts and media, specialised in fine art print because no one else used the print room. Um, after university, I then got a job in a private stationery company, worked there for a couple of years, then got headhunted by another stationery company, worked there for a couple of years, and then it was time to leave London, and I thought, okay, this is the moment. So it was about 10 months from starting the business plan. Um, so I started the business plan in around January June, I got the business loan. July, found the shop. August, handed in my notice. September, got the keys. October, opened the shop. Wow, that's <laughs> one heck of a year. <laughs> that's quite a year, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. And I just, I love that story. I love the whole, you know, I think, you know, we've talked about this on previous episodes and with other entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurship is hard, but one of the big benefits of it is you really do own your own destiny. Yeah, yeah, it's it's up to you how much money you earn. It's it's all on your shoulders, and that's something that I love about it. Is you get to choose how much you work. You get to choose how much of a reward you receive. Right. Yeah, and I think it's it's interesting too because I think then you get to choose like kind of map out the lifestyle you want. Right. Like one yeah. of the rewards could be monetary, and the other kind of reward could be, hey, I never want to work on a Friday again. Like, yeah, exactly. But you get to choose what's kind of important to you and, and manage your business that way. Yeah. Well, we are talking about coaching this week. So yes. usually at Teams & Co, we talk a lot about customer, we talk a lot about strategy, and we talk a lot about teams. And we'll talk a little bit about those things. But mostly okay. what we want to do is talk about coaching. So you and I were both in the Hello7 coaching certification program. Yes, you are. We uh, are just wrapping that up. But tell us a little bit about why you... Uh, why you signed up for a coaching program? I signed up for to become a coach. It wasn't something that had actually crossed my mind before as a thing that I would or could do. So it did come as a surprise that I stood up and, oh, and I did the thing. And But I thought, because I love talking about business and I love, I love when people ask questions about the business and you can see the spark in their eye, and then I get all excited, and I feel really enthusiastic, especially about creative people and artists earning money and doing the things that they love. I thought, this is a new avenue. This is something different. And I also, I partly signed up to the Hello7 training because I thought I can use this in my business to improve my business. So a lot of it in my head was actually for that. And then you know, during the course of the training, then I realized how much I really love actually doing the coaching and oh, it's so much fun and it's so rewarding in my soul. Um, I really bloody love it. That's awesome. I mean, that's what everybody wants in their day, right? Like they just want to do things that they love. So yeah, tell me a little bit about what you love about the whole coaching process. I love being able to open doors for people and it's not even a door that they realize is there. They just think it's all walls. 
and then you're just like, oh look, here's a little door, <laughs> and uh, you know, let all the light in, and then it's just like opening their eyes to opportunities. And I do think it's so much easier to be able to see that from the outside, yeah, and just make it seems so obvious sometimes of the things that people are lacking or the things that they're they're blocking themselves with and it's wonderful to be able to like open that door and then then realize oh this could actually be simple this it doesn't have to be this hard and of course there's other options and there's another way that is one of the things i remember you loving uh, about talking to one of our coaches was her saying, if you were to make it simple, what would that look like? And I just resonate. I just like, I keep thinking about how much you loved that when she said it. (laughs) I really love that. Oh my God. I think about that all the time. (laughs) Well, shout out to Kiera. She, uh, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Love her. That's something I love, like being a consultant, you know, it's, it's fun, right? You get to define strategy and we do a lot of customer research and Mm. a lot of, you know, implementation with our clients, but with coaching, I, I just love being able to ask the questions and then watch the person take their own journey down that question, right? Because you could ask the yeah. same questions to like two or three different people and they'll come up with wildly different end results, but you know, at least like they're excited about the end result they came up with for themselves, which I just yeah. love. I find it so fascinating. <laughs> yeah. And because the the result that they come up with is specific to them and yeah, yeah. It completely makes absolute sense to them. I also find um, the thing I love about coaching is like you end up almost coaching. Like there's so many things I learned during a coaching. Like I feel like, oh, you come to the session as a coach and you're like, all right, I'm going to help somebody solve a a big question they have. And then Mm -hmm. I end up leaving most coaching sessions being like, oh, that was super helpful for me to think about it that way too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a good coaching session where you're like, huh, yeah, I'm really right. (laughs) <laughs> I should do that. <laughs> I, should, I should listen to myself. <laughs> yeah. I've got good advice. I should do that. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about, I mean, we know you have this bespoke print shop and you make uh, absolutely gorgeous items, but how are you thinking about coaching? I know you talked about really loving working with creatives and supporting them. What does coaching look like to you in the future? I've had meticulous ink t- since 2010. Yeah. So it's been 13 years now. And doing the coaching program has definitely helped me see things in my business and I want to progress and I want to move forward. And now adding this coaching under the umbrella of my business and I can completely see the connections. And because I've been here for a good little while and I've got lots of creative people that are in my world already and there is a definite starving artist mentality in a lot of the creatives I know and from doing the 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 coaching that I've done so far has definitely that has been one of the big repetitive things in the people I've coached is that starving artist it's hard to make money from being creative um you know they have to have a full-time job and then this is just the hobby and I really want to break that and for people to be able to we're only here once and it sounds quite cheesy but it's really true we're only here once and I want people to do the thing they love because yeah we'll all be dead soon (laughs) I mean I I resonate with that right and I think that um 
to, you have to do something for work, but you get, you know, hopefully you can find the thing that you love. And, um, I think we all, depending on, you know, might be for, you know, creatives, the, the starving artist mindset for, for, you know, folks in the corporate world who are nervous about making the jump, they may have a different mindset block. Mm. Um, and I've, I found that to be really interesting. And I, I've just loved that about the way that the hello seven program is built is, you know, really focusing on that mindset because it's amazing how many things we don't do because we've made up a story in our head about why it won't work, right? Like there's no Absolutely. proof, there's no data that says it won't work. Yeah. We just, we as entrepreneurs sometimes, for lack of a better term, kind of get in our own way. Yeah, 100%. It's, um, it's quite amazing, really. And how often that happens with little things and with big things. And yeah. it's just these stories that are like ingrained in our minds. Yeah. So if you were to sort of think about, um, you know, coaching uh, and your experience with coaching, have you had a particular moment that either as a coach or as a coachee, you just were like, wow, this was really transformational for me, right? Like, and I don't mean like it changed your entire life, but, you know, I think sometimes we, we kind of make these things really big, but at the end of the day, coaches help us take little steps that all add up over time. So it's like, you think about either being coached or coaching, What's something that you could kind of share with the audience around like a story that, you know, you don't have to share the other person's name or anything or their business, but if you could just kind of give people an idea of what are the kinds of things that maybe a coach helps with? So there's two particular moments that come to mind. Firstly is uh, with Kiera, actually, <laughs> which we spoke about, is what would this look like if it were simple? And having that in mind when you're thinking of for me, particularly when you're thinking of something new or a new product that you want to offer or uh, a new service or even reorganizing something that you already do, what would this look like if it were simple? And just trying to work back and create the simplest form. And it blew my mind, actually, when she said it. <laughs> it completely blew my mind. And I was like, oh, my God, that's such a good question. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. Um, and the other the other one was, it felt like such a little thing, but it was, I suppose it's been like a few, you know, small bits that have accumulated, but about my mindset. And this was, in fact, with Carmen. And she had said, you're afraid to be rich. <laughs> and it really made me aware of my mindset. and the way that I look at money and my interaction with money. Yeah. And so that is one of the things that I want to focus on this year is um, improving my own personal mindset. I, I love that. I think, I think both of those things really resonate with me just because one, the thing I've really liked about coaching and learning coaching versus consulting is, is that power of a question, right? Mm. A lot of times as a consultant, when we're doing, we're asking a bunch of questions, we're trying to learn and we're trying to piece a story together versus trying to ha help somebody change their mind about something, right? Like uh, we ask a lot of our questions to understand like what's happening today, what could be different. You know, we're, we're kind of building a data set, so to speak. But as a coach, when you're asking questions, it's really, it's kind of amazing how one question can just change somebody's mindset. And you, you, you showed that with two questions, you know, I mean, I know Carmen's was more of a statement, but, um, you know, I well, think I think really I had asked her 
am I afraid to be rich? And she was like, yes, you're afraid to be rich. (laughs) (laughs) And that that right there is the power also. The the, the podcasters have heard from Carmen. um, Yes. (laughs) um, And I talked about how, you know, both you and Carmen are, you know, we're in our group and what we call in Hello 7 our squads. And and that's the power of a squad, right? Like having the people that can like, tell you straight to your face. Um, you know, I, I think that both you and Carmen have done that for me. Like I can, I can remember distinctly very clear times in our program, um, you know, speaking with you and being like, Hey, what's this? Or what's that? And, and just like the honesty you get from somebody who truly cares about the results that you're going to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find it amazing that we've all built that level of rapport in such a short amount of time. Yeah. But I also think coaching helps with that, right? Like coaching, you're, you're bought into the other person's success from day one. Um, and so you're going to get uh, another person who's not only holding you accountable, but, you know, really invested in your success. And that's, that's amazing. Absolutely. Like the, the people that I've been coaching so far, I think about them all the time. And then I think, oh, they should do this. And then I'll like send them a little message, send them an extra email and be like, oh, hey, suggestion, you could do this and blah, blah, blah. And then there's a particular client and she's a ceramicist. And then in my head, you know, a week later, then I was like, oh, hey, I know this other ceramic artist. I should call them and like pick their brain. And then so I called them and, blah, 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 and got all this other information. And it's that thing of, it's your job as the coach for them to succeed and for them right. to do better. So you're working to get them to do better and to improve and, you know, open their mind and do better and bring in more money and and that is literally your whole job is for them to do better. So that I'm just thinking about it all the time. That's awesome. Uh, I don't think anybody could want anything more out of a coach than that. So, uh, you know, for all of you creatives out there listening, you know, you could have Athena thinking about how you could be successful every single Constantly. day, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would like Athena thinking about how I could be successful every single day. So. Yeah. <laughs> awesome so when you sort of think about you know meticulous inc and um or when you're coaching other people who are building their businesses one of the things we love to talk about is teams Mm -hmm. um how do you sort of talk to people about teams i know like one big block for folks and as they're growing you know and we talk to clients about this is is hiring a team right like you gotta Mm -hmm. make that leap and you've got to trust the trust the process and you have to train somebody and invest in somebody and and sort of how do you sort of think about that as a coach and how do you think about that as a business owner? What What's your kind of take on it? In terms of working with a team, I've had a team from the first year, maybe six months in, then we hired our first employee. And having had a team for so long, I know I could not be where I am now without having other people helping me. Yeah. And I've got plans for next year of growing that team I think being able to delegate is a huge thing and being able to replicate the things that you do so that you can actually grow is a massive massive thing because there is there is a certain limitation when you're only one person that there will always be a ceiling and being able to spread the load I think is very very important and I think really important for creative people as well so that they can actually focus on using that imagination and making and crafting and that creativity and being able to use that 
rather than getting sucked into the other stuff. The admin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I know. I think it's true. I think it's for all, you know, I mean, I think about it myself too. I mean, the power of having a team is that you as the leader of the organization can do the thing that's of the highest priority, which is either like the strategy side of it, or if you're a creative, the creative side of it. Mm. And, and that's really big. So the more you can spend kind of being the CEO or being the, the creative and making the pieces, um, that that's critical because those things take time and space, right? Like you can multitask on a to-do list. It's, I would imagine I'm not, I'm, I'm not very, um, I was gonna say I'm not creative. And then I realized once I said that you were going to tell me that that's not true. So <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Excellent. I realized I was about to <laughs> I was about to walk into my own trap, but like I wouldn't consider myself like a ceramicist, let's say. Um, okay. That Specific. that might take yeah. me a very long time to make a very non-functional ceramic piece. Um, sure. But I imagine that take that like having time and space to do that is is just critical. Like there's nothing else that's probably more important when you're getting started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. So when you think about, you you know, you talked about your team at Meticulous Inc. and you talked about creatives and you talked about coaching folks and helping them grow and, and mindset. Is there anything else that you sort of, you know, would say a coach is really valuable for? Obviously, we, you know, we definitely need mindset help. We need people to take us to places that we maybe feel a little bit unsure of or uncomfortable, like hiring a team. You know, we need people to ask us really powerful questions. If somebody's looking for a coach, obviously we'll, you know, we'll we'll tell them to look for you and we'll tell them how to do that, Athena. But what else would you sort of say that people should be keeping in mind as they're thinking about choosing a coach? Uh, what to keep in mind when choosing a coach? For me, one of the big bonuses about having a coach is the accountability aspect. I think that is a huge part of it. Lots of the creatives I work with, they will have client deadlines and they will complete those without fail because that is the urgent thing and they have to get the thing done and then it's done so then all the important stuff about growing the business and you know actually working on the creativity making new things and doing the joyful thing then gets shoved down the list I think having that accountability is really really important that is something that then the coach would set a deadline for you and then you have to do the important thing I think when thinking about choosing a coach, having that rapport and the coach being your people, yep. I think is really important as well. So I always try and have a session with them one-on-one, first of all, just to have a chat, just to see if we are the same people. Right. <laughs> no, it, it's true. Like you have to sort of feel comfortable with the person that you're talking to, right? Like you have to you know, sort of know that you have the same conversational style or you may think about things. Obviously you want somebody to pressure test you and like think about things a little bit differently, but hmm. you want to make sure it's somebody you're comfortable with, right? You yes. want Because you're going to be sharing some, you know, pretty personal things with a coach. And so having that level of comfort um, is really critical. So I love that, that you get to, you chat with folks before they, you know, kind of sign up for, for final finals. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's that level of comfort and also as well, that level of safety. Like you say, yeah. you do get to often you share quite deep and meaningful things and emotions can happen. And yeah. so it's it's really important to feel safe and held, I think, with your coach. Yeah, that's that's great. I, I love the way that you put that. I think it is. A, it's a real true like safety thing. Right. I mean, 
that's a great way to put it, which is if you're sharing, you know, obviously we, we kind of all grew up not talking about money and we talk not talking about business and not talking about a lot of these things. So to feel comfortable and safe with somebody to, to open up and, and say what you're really scared of. And yeah. that's what I found helps you get past a lot of those blockages too, right? Like if you can name the thing and say like, oh, this is the thing I'm actually really scared of. Yeah. Um, you know, then it, then it helps you sort of like move beyond it. Less similar to what Carmen did. Right. Like, and, and I mean, I know you asked the question yeah. of her, but by naming, Hey, I might be, I might be really scared of just getting rich. Yeah. Then you can be like, okay, well, what am I going to do about that? Yeah. <laughs> but now I've named it. Oh, I can do something about it now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I have loved this, Athena. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with, with our audience today? I am available for one-on-one coaching. I also have a group coaching, the Creative Catalyst Quarterly Planner. And that is a physical planner along with uh, group coaching. So that is my amazing business coaching offer. And yeah, I'm very excited about it. Awesome. Well, I am excited about it too. And I would tell everybody to to run out and learn more about that. So where would they find you, Athena? Where would they Meticulousinc.com. Nice. Okay, meticulousinc.com. We'll put that in the show notes. And where else? Uh, That's it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Find me everywhere. Meticulous Inc. Meticulous Inc. All right. No, I love that. Um, We like to tell people where we're at. And obviously, um, for those of you who are already listening to the show, you've probably seen us calling out uh, Meticulous Inc. and giving you the landing pages. um, So that way you can find Athena and not only her bespoke printing, but also her creative catalyst um, coaching and learn more about one-on-one coaching, group coaching, the planner. It's all going to be fantastic. I can, uh, I can attest to that after, after being able to work with Athena now for the last, wow, almost eight or nine months. So it's kind of time has flown. It has mental. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, Athena, I can't thank you enough for joining us on building teams with teams and co and feel free to share updates with us and our audience. Anytime we will uh, be glad to tell folks what's going on over at meticulous Inc in uh, bath UK. And um, for all of you out there listening, I hope you have a great day and a great week. Thanks again, Athena. Thanks so much.